You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome back to The Strong Room. This year, Macmillan Estate Planning marks its 20th anniversary. Founder and CEO Sherry McMillan, in conversation with Peter Watts of News Talk 770, talks about an experience that influenced her decision to specialize in estate planning, which for Sherry is really about life planning. I was very blessed as a young person because I was the eldest grandchild, and as many families know, the eldest grandchild does get special attention. Um, and so Unfortunately, my grandfather, of course, would have wanted a boy, but I was a girl, so he used to take me fishing with him, and we would go out into the mountains, and I would get his beer out of the water and bring it up to him like a good girl, and once in a while, I'd steal a slip. Not that I admit that out loud, but I did, and I was really exceptionally close to my grandfather, and when we were young, his sister, um, they had grown up of in a farm situation in Saskatchewan, they used to um, come to Calgary and celebrate Christmas with us. So it was always a nice family reunion time of year. When I was about 12, they quit coming, and I really didn't understand why. And so because I was so close to grandfather, I was able to ask. And he said a very interesting thing to me. He said, well, Sherry Baby, he used to call me, I was in charge of your great-grandparents' estate, and it means I had the responsibility of transferring um, their asset base to your auntie, my sister, and myself. But because there was some income tax owing and back taxes on the land itself, the farm, the government seized the property, and so now your auntie doesn't have anywhere to live, and she's really mad at me. So I remember being really shocked by this, and I didn't really understand what he was saying, um, but I certainly did understand the discord that had occurred in the family because it dramatically changed our Christmas events. Um, since that day, my grandfather used to send income to uh, his sister and her husband because they had lost that farm and needed to rent a new one. So it was quite a disaster, really, not only in the succession of that farm operation, obviously, but to the family relationships. And so at that time, I didn't know what it meant, but I was playing Monopoly with my grandfather, and I said, I'm going to learn this game really well, and I'm going to help other people so this doesn't happen to their families. So naively, I grew up thinking that if I would just learn about tax, I would certainly have the advantage of assisting families with that particular issue. But it's so much larger than that, Peter. You have to um, contemplate not just tax, you have to contemplate law, and you have to contemplate family dynamics in order to have a comprehensive estate plan that keeps harmony intact for the family. But I am glad to say um, that working in this field has been exceptionally rewarding for me, and I hope that through the career path I've chosen, I am you know, facilitating families to keep that Christmas dinner, is what I call it, still going forward in their family units long after the successors have passed. And if I accomplish that even in one or two families through my life, I feel like I've done a great job in, in my lifespan. 
Boy, that's a great story, and it it, it is re-echoed uh, every time a client sits down with you or your staff at McMillan Estate Planning because a lot of the things that you learned at your grandfather's knee uh, or in the fishing boat um, uh, are echoed in the kind of planning you do today. And it also sets up um, the point where we really want to talk about why estate planning is important. And I think that's a really good point, Peter, is that there's a lot of myth around estate planning and people think of it from the point of view of dying, and of course they do. The challenge is, though, because we frame it in that particular way, we miss so much opportunity because real estate planning should be about your life plans. And if it is designed while you're young and while you're alive, you can accomplish so much more. It's like anything in life. Um, The sooner you start, the better outcome you have. And so we encourage all families to get started much younger than what society would frame out their start point to be. And so we recommend, you know, the moment you start creating an estate, you have a house, you have RSPs, uh, you buy your rental property, this is the exact time you should start to contemplate both the tax and laws surrounding your estate because if you proactively plan it, you can certainly mitigate a lot of income tax, not just in your estate at death, but more importantly, each year. And if you have more in your estate each year, obviously that compounds through time. And then you can get to retirement more quickly you can create a larger estate. And a lot of our families that have become very affluent, despite the fact they don't need it for lifestyle, what they can do now is a lot of good work in the community, a lot of philanthropic work that they were able to accomplish because they did tax planning and legal planning whilst they were alive versus waiting until they die. So we think you need both plans. You need a life plan and you need a legacy plan so that you can enjoy the wealth you've created and see how it impacts and affects the community in a positive way in your children's lives. And then, of course, at the end, we never want to pay undue tax or an unfair share of tax. Um, So we always have to have that plan in play as well. So estate planning is about living, not dying. It is about protecting assets. It's about maximizing wealth. It's about minimizing tax. And it's always about security, control, and peace of mind. It certainly is, and especially more recently with all the government changes we've seen both in Canada and the world, um, security has become a forefront need that families are looking for because of the uncertainty that we've all just experienced and still the uncertainty going forward. So what we are finding today is a lot of the families that are coming in to work with us, their top-of-mind topic is, how do I protect what I've already built and keep it? And I think that's in a very important point of view because while we're young, we're prepared to take usually a substantial amount of risk in order to create what we have. But as we age, what we find is people realize they want to slow down. They may not work um, entirely as much or entirely as long as they thought if health doesn't allow. And so they just want to make sure that their lifestyle is protected. And unfortunately, a lot of us are fearful because of the way the world economy has unfolded, especially the last decade, I would say. And so one of the beautiful parts to me about doing an estate plan for your life plan is what we do is we plan for all the kinds of uncertainties that we'd forecast you might have over the four or five decades you have ahead of you. 
And the reason I say four or five decades is we're living that long today. Um, it's forecast to will live longer in our retirement phase of life than we will in our working career. So what becomes really important when we're ready to transition or slow down is how do I now protect what I've worked hard to build and not lose any of its foundation? And so that is usually one of the primary focuses we look at when we're doing life planning, but it has become top of mind, I would say, in the last calendar year, and all families are looking for protection of their investments and protection of their original capital, and rightfully so, we are in an uncertain time. In the minute or so left in this segment, who needs an estate plan? What's the priority in terms of, uh, of making sure you have a plan in place? Sure, Peter. Well, I think all of us need a plan, but specifically once your estate starts to become at the threshold of, say, six figures, then, you know, instantly you obviously have tax work to consider and legal things to contemplate, and so you definitely don't want to wait any longer than that. Um, But there's some other main groups that definitely want to give contemplation to estate planning, and they are business owners, um, farmers that have land and real estate. Um, A lot of business owners have large pools of real estate. Families that have a lot of cash asset-based investments in stocks and so forth is that we can put protections on those so they never lose capital. And Lastly, another really important group that has to give contemplation to their estate plan and life plan are those families that are international. So they may live in Canada, but they may snowbird, or they may have children who live in the U.S. or abroad, and that changes how they would plan their estate. You can learn more about Macmillan Estate Planning's life and legacy approach at the next seminar, which Sherry Macmillan will be hosting Thursday evening, March 30th. You can register online for the seminar at macmillanestate.com or call Macmillan Estate Planning during business hours, 403-266-6464. This is The Strong Room. 